Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. Please read the simplified prospectus before investing. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. The well-respected man about town Doing the best thing so conservatively This is Money with Joe Bowen. Now here's your host, Peter Shad. It is April the 9th. This is the last Money with Joe Bowen before Joe Bowen celebrates his 40-something birthday. Yeah, almost 50. Getting, Getting there. there. Yeah. Ah. Hi, Joe. Hi, Peter. Welcome to the 9th of April, and a uh, happy Saturday evening to you. Uh, springtime fully entrenched in Vancouver right now, and news galore, all sorts of fun things to talk about. I will tell you that this program is about money, and we're going to try to help you get the very most out of the money that you work so hard to earn, namely by enlisting Joe here as your sage voice of reason. He's an advisor, but he has the... Uh, the ability to shop the entire market so he's not anchored to one company that he's beholden to. Hollis Wealth flies the flag, but you, you can shop the entire market in the entire world and find the very best, and it usually always comes down to the best dozen things because they're traditionally the best. Yeah, we're able to um, work with all of the open market products in Canada. So, uh, and some of them, yes, they're global investments, uh, you know, American investments, European, whatever, but... Uh, we're able to shop the whole market, and so we do. We're an independent Hollis Wealth. Uh, all of the advisors are independents. None of us are salaried employees. None of us are beholden to any particular investment of any kind. We're completely 100% uh, independent, um, which is something we all take great pride in, and that's why we're all where we are. Um, there are less and less of us in the industry every year. Uh, more and more going to companies working on salaries. Uh, less and less independent companies are existing out there where the company allows you to continually operate as an independent because a lot of the companies have been bought up by other huge institutions. Uh, and sometimes they'll buy them and they'll just sort of put their arm around them and pull them in under the wing. Uh, and there they are all cozied up under the wing and then you know, turn, being turned into an institutional sort of a company. Whereas we have been allowed to continue to be independent. And the benefit, as you've pointed out, is that we can not, not limit you to something that we think is best because we benefit from it or something we think is best because it's our own product. Uh, we, uh, Hollis people, will, will shop everywhere for you and find you what, you know, I mean, you compare everything and you can find the best on the list as opposed to, you know, well, this is what we have here. And don't worry, it's just as good as anything else, which is a bunch of BS. In fact, why don't later in the show we actually illustrate how different it could be if you have sure. somebody like Joe shopping on your behalf and offering some solutions rather than pushing on you in-house product, which is what we've become conditioned to. And isn't it sad how the world just becomes more and more big and megastore and homogenized and, you know, uh, the, the big brewery rather than the craft beer business? the boutique mm -hmm. style of one-on-one -on -one customer service. We're, I think there's going to be a turning point. We're going to go back that way at some point because people are going to become so disenfranchised with how things are going you know, in their lives when it comes to everything, banking, I mean, cell phones and your cable companies. Well, hey, you know, I have a good example, Peter, and I'm going to tell you what it was. Uh, there's a place called Toner Parts in North Vancouver. Uh, it's a place where I've always bought my toner printer. And... Uh, I went, there's a really nice uh, family, um, brother, sister, and some other people that work there. 
And uh, I went in there one day, I needed a new printer just recently, like a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, and I knew what printer I wanted. They had it on sale only a month or so earlier. And I said to myself, I think I might buy that printer. And I just never got around to it. So I go in there and I say, I want the, you know, the brother 9330 or whatever it was. I can't remember the, the number. And uh, he's 96. Anyway, he says, uh, gee, I'm really sorry. We don't have any more. Um, and they're not on sale anymore. Uh, brother isn't offering the, the discount anymore. So uh, I'm sorry, but we don't. He goes, but we do have this model, which is the exact same model, but it doesn't do both double-sided, which I don't care. Duplexing, I really don't care. And I said, well, that's great. Then I saved a little money there. And he goes, well, I can do it for, and he tells me the price. And I said, yeah, it's a little more than I really wanted to spend. It's just a home office printer, um, a little use. And he goes, well, you know what? Let me tell you something. I got this. I, I, I Let me check my system. He checked his system. He goes, I got this and a couple others. Well, we were buying them at a discount. So like a gas station that's honest, not like all the gas stations, mm-hmm. like one that we can all pretend exists that's honest, he says, well, I actually bought that cheaper, so I'm going to sell it to you cheaper as though it was back then. And uh, he says, the best I can do, though, is, you know, so-and-so, dollar amount. And I said, oh, that's good. And he goes, yeah, because I got to make, you know, 20 bucks off the printer. I know you buy your toner from me anyway. And I said, you know what? That's very fair business. It's very transparent and honest of you, and I really appreciate that. Then he goes, wait a minute, and he's on his computer, and he goes, you know what? They got it up at Staples for three ninety nine. So maybe you should buy it there. You'll save another 30 bucks uh, by buying it from them. And wow. he, he's down on Welsh and North Van. Staples is right up the road, up at Cap and Marine. And I looked at him, and there was, a, there was a, another gentleman buying some things from him as well. And I looked at the gentleman, I looked back at him, and I said, I'll tell you what, I'm buying it from you. I'd rather pay the $30 to reward your honesty than go and give some mm. big bloody box store. And this is a family business that they're running there. And I was yep. so much happier to give him the extra money. And even more so because he was so honest. Like that, that you don't see that anymore ever. Unless you live in a small town and the guy at the hardware store is old Jimmy, everybody knows. And he's going to be like that too. But you don't see that anywhere in the city anymore. Well, that's because we're selling to the highest bidder. And, you know, in this particular business's case, I wonder if he's been, you know, approached to absorb his business by somebody bigger and, you know, mightier. You yeah, never maybe. Know. But uh, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. And I think that we, once we get to a stage where we're so annoyed with this notion of always getting bigger, always more, always higher, and all that kind of stuff, I, I think that there will be a time when people who are in that boutique situation will thrive because mm-hmm. people will be looking for the exact kind of interactions that you're just talking about there. It's the April 9th edition of Money with Joe Bowen, and in just a moment, wow, what a week for news. I think the biggest news in a long, long time, these Panamanian papers, the leak from the law firm that was setting up shell companies for mobsters, big banks, you know, crooked people, politicians, kings, queens, all of it spread beautifully all across the globe. Millions of documents of delicious uh, information that's going to get a lot of people put behind bars. We always suspected, but to find it out for sure is a delicious feeling. What are the implications? We'll discuss that. And then many money issues. And we will give you some comparison on how you could do better. This is Money with Joe Bowen. And Joe Bowen is at 604-603-2336 or Joe Bowen, B-O-W-E-N dot C-A. 
Talk to Joe Bowen about guaranteed income for life at 604-603-2336. to Money with Joe Bowen. Once again, here is Peter Shad. Saturday evening is here and so is Joe Bowen and the show is called Money with Joe Bowen on CKNW News Talk 980. Joe is an advisor, works with people individually to try to get the very best rewards for you, working together on a plan and trying to give you the best possibility of succeeding in that plan. It kind of all starts with why do you think you might need some help in the money department? And the reason why you would is because we're we're not really very good with money, let's be honest. And when left to your own devices, that can be a disaster. You work hard for it, you earn it, let somebody else use their expertise to get the most out of it for you. And that's why Joe's here, and that's why he's got a very big business. We like talking about news, <laughs> and this week might have been the biggest news in an awfully long time. And like I mentioned earlier, we've always suspected There were things happening in the world that were untoward, little islands in the Caribbean that were sheltering money and Mm -hmm. taxes, and now the whole glorious thing has blown up thanks to one Panamanian law firm and a leak through a German newspaper, then shared with journalists around the world. And what makes me very happy about all this is we were worried about the death of journalism, and we have been for a long, long time, that mm-hmm. you know, journalists are really also working for a corporation. They have to be careful what they do. There's, you know, there's media crossover and convergence and all these kind of things. Well, then the biggest influence, you can't defend the advertisers, and if you have a good right. cross-section of advertisers, you pretty much can't say anything. Exactly. So there's, there's that aspect to it. There's also collaboration involved in, in what's happened. But also it's just knowing that All this has been going on, and we've kind of known it. We haven't said anything about it, but finally people are starting to get mad. They're getting the hump Mm -hmm. that people in positions of power are able to work the system in their favor. We're struggling, sometimes paycheck to paycheck, and there's people who are sheltering their taxes. And think about what all that tax revenue could do if you put it all together, whether you're a Mexican cartel mobster, whether you're some dodgy guy in Russia, you know, uh, working for Putin, who's been named or at least linked very closely mm-hmm. with a lot of this stuff. What did you make of all this when you uh, when you saw some of these documents leaking out? Oh, it didn't surprise me at all. Not one bit. I remember when Switzerland had to open the books and uh, under American pressure, and finally all the numbered Swiss bank accounts came to light, and uh, we found out, you know good large percentage of the wealthy of the world were hiding all their money there. But we always knew that, didn't we? I'll just keep it in a numbered Swiss bank account, you know. Uh, the Caymans, uh, Barbados, um, and, uh, you know, Panama, and so many places like that where people are hiding their money. And uh, But none of it surprised me at all. This has been going on for so long that all these who think they're better than the rest uh, do these things. And... Uh, you know, I have no sympathy for them. I have less sympathy, way, way less sympathy for large financial institutions that assist them in doing this. And many of them are Canadian, which we found out. Well, that's right. Many are Canadian. But here's something that's even worse. 
You think Panama is a laundering country. You think Bermuda, Barbados, uh, Caymans, whatever, you, whatever. I'm not sure if all of them fall under that list, but you know what I mean. Uh, Switzerland, Swiss bank accounts. What about Canada? How good are we? With all of our new FinTrack rules and our anti-terrorism financing rules, and I'm subject to some pretty strict regulations when I do what I do. You come in and you sit with me. I need to know everything about you. I need to know if you have a family member in a high political position or an ambassador in a foreign country or high level of military. Because of money laundering, uh, because of terrorist financing, all of these things. If I have any suspicions, I'm supposed to report you, my own new client. I didn't know that. You know, even if suspicious activity, I'm not suspicious of anything, but something you did under the regulations and definitions is suspicious activity. I have to report that too. So wow. uh, that's that's our world, right? And yet somehow the really big institutions don't seem to think they should be subject to those same rules. And all this money is flowing into Canada and we Bloody well know it's illegal. We know full well it's people sneaking it out of other countries, China, and they're bringing billions of dollars over here, sneaking it into here and all sorts of places around the world, and we're helping them launder money from their own country. Can you imagine if Canadians were doing all that in the and other pushing direction? it all over in the other direction? Well, that's exactly what this Panama thing is. Well, we're Panama too. Yeah. So, you know, we got to watch where we cast stones here in this glass house of ours because uh, I don't think we're a whole hell of a lot better here. It's going to be interesting to see what punishment is levied. I mean, you saw the, um, the was it the prime minister or premier of Iceland already stepped down as soon as he was even like slightly implicated. Uh, FIFA again got caught with more money going to Ecuadorian TV. And, you know, this is another, it's funny that the whole FIFA thing has occurred right before this because it's mm-hmm. very similar in, in finally we are getting to the root of this. It just, we're not allowing it to happen anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And are people going to go behind bars now? Well, you know what? I, th- I always picture Mr. Burns from The Simpsons and his League of Evil, right? He's got that, that underground room and he's got, uh, you know, Genghis Khan and Hitler and all these guys sitting down there around the table and uh, Halliburton, you know, you know, he's got all these people and, uh, and Dick Cheney, you know, <laughs> and, and they're all sitting down there and they're making these big nefarious plans about how they're going to control the world. Well, what those guys do at those tables, and those tables do exist in our world, they're, they're metaphorical tables, but um, what those guys do is they take one guy, you know what, this guy over here was always kind of a wiener anyway, let's kick him out in front of the media and let him get strung up on behalf of all of us. They'll make an example out of him, it satisfies the courts, we don't make too many waves, pharmaceutical companies don't get PO'd, and uh, stop supporting political campaigns, because there's a lot of people here who have a lot to lose. So let's kick the wiener out there and let him take the the lumps for all of us. And that's what's going to happen here too, guaranteed. Mm. Well, they say it could be as much as 80% of the world's wealth is tied up. That is frightening. It is. That that much wealth is concentrated in, you know, untoward activities and uh, over in unnamed bank accounts and shell companies. Yikes. What could all that tax revenue hey, You know what be I'd doing? like to see? Uh, besides all of that, uh, Elon Musk, a great American, a great man, a great human, uh, he created PayPal, and then he's got Tesla going on, and he's got his SpaceX program or whatever you call it. And, uh, and you know, the Tesla technology, and he kind of gave technology away to humanity. He's not there to make money. He's there to, you know, do something good. 
I'd like to see him take over pharmaceutical research. Now he'd probably become a, he'd be assassinated in the first year, but <laughs> if he would start researching cancer and he found cures, he wouldn't milk us all for the cures and the pills. Yeah. He wouldn't charge us six thousand a pill. He'd sell them for sixty cents or give them away. Yeah, you know, we 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 think there's probably a cure out there already. It just depends on who owns it, and it's probably well, a very yeah, unnatural yeah. kind yeah. of cause. But my, my point about all that money being funneled into bad things and being hidden. Imagine what all that tax revenue or all that revenue could be doing in the good of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about environmental issues. We're talking about hunger and poverty. And if 80% of the world's wealth has been stashed away for later, for what? Um, that's really depressing. It's the April 9th edition of Money with Joe Bowen. We're going to talk about your money now, not somebody else's, some goons money in uh, the Panama Shell companies. And one of the things that uh, your clients ask you an awful lot about when it comes to estate planning is how do we guarantee principal? That's a very hard thing to do. People don't just offer you guaranteed principal when you go into big institution at times, but we'll get we'll have to cross over this discussion. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're helping somebody with estate planning, there are two different ways of doing it. There are several different ways of doing things. But your preferred method is to make sure that no matter what principle is protected. Well, yeah. And if you are um, uh, a long in the tooth senior, um, you sometimes think to yourself, well, okay, this money's, I'm going to give it to my kids. In the meantime, you know, you never know. I might need a nurse. I might need this, that, whatever. It's my money. Spent my life earning it. Maybe I'll spend it all kids. If there's anything left, you can have it. Uh, but you, you might have, um, maybe you sold a house in Vancouver, the, the little shack that you, <laughs> you humbly moved into in the 1940s Four million and you sold it for $4 million and you have millions of dollars sitting around and you don't know what to do with that money. Um, you can stick it in a bank and make nothing or, you know, because you don't want to take risk with it, uh, because you want it to be there for your kids. Well, think about that sentence. I have this money, I'm putting it in a bank, I'm letting them make huge profits off it, I'm getting nothing out of it because I'm worried about taking any risk with it. Why? Because I'm going to leave it to my kids. Well, that's not the only way you can ensure that and that you can ensure the principal. And there are ways you can make a hell of a lot more money and still ensure that the kids will, no matter what, at least get the principal. And... You can be flexible with your children as well because no two kids are alike. Let's talk about that when we continue. Joe Bowen is here. His telephone number is 604-603-2336. That's 604-603-2336. If you're looking for some guidance, if you're looking for something different, if you don't know what your money's doing right now, maybe you want a second opinion of what your money is apparently doing right now, talk to Joe. You can visit him on his website too. It's joebowen.ca. And we'll talk about guaranteed principal for your estate while still in the markets. Next, Money with Joe Bowen on CKNW News Talk 980. Talk to Joe Bowen about guaranteed income for life at 604-603-2336. You're listening to Money with Joe Bowen. Once again, here is Peter Shad. We were just chatting about estate planning, something that none of us want to think about because it means we are nearing the end of our days, or unless you're really prepared and you're thinking about it when you're in your 20s and 30s and maybe you have a lot of money that you have to consider. But there are options when it comes to preparing for the transference of wealth. And like Joe mentioned earlier, maybe... 
Maybe you need money because getting older is expensive. My Uncle Rudy, who's an incredible man, he's gone through so much. I mean, he has a semicolon because he had to have part of it removed. He has a piece of his ear missing. He has had a valve transplant in his heart. Uh, He is a tough, smart, great old fella. And he's in his 80s now. And he said to me, and he he said it just like this, Peter, this getting old is not for wimps. Yeah. And, uh, and he's also amassed wonderful wealth through just being very shrewd. He's the uncle that we all should have in our family. And if you don't, that's why you have Joe here. In any event, the fact is, when you start planning, there are options. And you were talking about the one where you can have your principal guaranteed, but you could still be in the market and growing your estate. Yeah, and this, I mean, again, we come back to if you're with a really big financial institution right now, you will never, ever, ever be told these things. Not because it's a conspiracy, not because it's, it's this is a thing the banks don't want you to know. I'm not doing any of that kind of weird <laughs> online trading academy parasitic <laughs> crap. What I'm talking about here um, is insured investments. You actually can invest yourself in the market and with through an insurance company and your investment portfolio say you're 78 years old you're still young but you know full well you're probably not going to spend all this money you've just sized down you got a big pile of money you want to try to grow that money but you don't want to risk the money that you're leaving behind one day for your kids grandkids spca who knows what Um, Blind Beginnings, there's a good charity to leave your money to. You want to take your money and you want to try to have some opportunity with it. And the general default is to stick it in the bank. Uh, I don't want to take any risk. I want to make sure it's there for my kids, put it in the bank and get myself my 0.1% interest and off I go. Uh, And you do that um, for some good reason to some extent, that or GICs, because you're trying to protect your principal. You don't want to put the money at risk that you're going to leave behind to the family. But... With the investments through insurance companies, which are in the same market as your investments now, if you're invested in the stock market uh, at all or the bond market, you can buy those investments. And what they do is they say, okay, so you put a million bucks in here. If anything happens to you, we'll give that money to your kids. Now, unlike normal accounts, like a bank account, you can't name a beneficiary in a bank account. You have to name it in your will. When you pass away, the money in your bank account goes through probate, goes through your will. Your kids are involved and probate court's involved and everybody's involved. By the way, probate is a public affair. Your neighbors can look up what you had. They can see everything you had and where it's all going. Probate is not a happy thing, especially if you're a private person. But and it's a long process too. It's a long. It can be very long, and a lot of the institutions. I'm going through two estates right now for two different clients, and it's just. Dealing with some of these institutions, it's just hell. Just hell. No, we can't give you a void check yet. No, and months later, you get a void check finally for the estate account. It's just it's just stupid. Anyway, with the insurance company, uh, you can put the money into the contract. You're invested in the markets. You can name beneficiaries, unlike a GIC or a bank account. You can name beneficiaries, which means there is no probate. It goes straight to who you wanted it to go to. And if your million dollars is in the market, like I said, and it's gone down to $900,000 and you say, you see, I should have just put it in the bank. It doesn't matter. If you pass away and it's at 900, your family still gets the full million you put in on day one. The principal is 100% guaranteed on death no matter what. Now, one of them that I that I use, uh, we have this bundle of investments in this particular one that we use. 
And my client put her money in there on October 31st of 2012. She put a million dollars in there, October of 2012. And October of 2015, it was worth $1.218 million. She'd made 218000 in that account. Whoa. So now if she passed away right now, as a for instance, her kids would get the $1.218 million uh, bypassing probate straight into their hands. So it's like reset? Uh, well, that's a different thing. This is what the market value is of oh, it right okay. now. Yeah, but yeah, if she okay. passed away right now, that's the market value. But if it went from two point one eight down, one point two one eight down to nine hundred right now, still they would get the one million. Now there's another benefit. Uh, Peter just said reset. If um, you buy the right contract, some of them every three years they'll review the contract. And if you started with one million and now it's worth one point two million on the three year anniversary. They reset the death benefit one to one point two. Now, no matter what happens in the future, the kids will get the whole one point two, no matter what. Uh, so these are great benefits. But the best benefit, well, that's actually a really great benefit. But another one is, you've named your beneficiary. Say you've named your three kids, uh, Johnny, Susie, and and uh, and and Rotten Dan. And and Johnny and Susie are good kids. Um, they're they're so is Dan, but he's a little rotten. Uh, but Johnny and Susie, they're good kids. They have families. They have uh, small mortgages, but they're responsible people. Um, so you want to leave them their money as a lump sum. But but Rotten Dan over here is really bad with money. He loves the casino and uh, and he always blows all his money. But you love him dearly. He's your little your little precious mutt dog that you found behind a dumpster one day. That's Rotten Dan. So you want him to be taken care of and protected from himself. So you say I want Rotten Dan to get his money as an income. Over 20 years. Or I want Rotten Dan to get 100000 a lump sum, and then the rest of it is an income for the rest of his life. You can tell the insurance company that. You don't have to set up trusts and do all this crap where you're paying lawyers. You can tell me, I tell the insurance company, and I can set up Rotten Dan's money however you want. We've done that in my own family for one of, one of our family members. Uh, and then you've taken care of Dan, protected Dan from Dan. And you know what? All you have to do is share your wishes with Joe. He does the rest of it, all that paperwork. That's all your job. Yeah. And I do a lot of this. I mean, people who have big estate concerns, but they love the opportunity being able to try to make some money and they want to bypass probate. They want their privacy. They want to be able to control how money goes to their kids. I do this all the time for those estate families and a lot of really big families and, uh, but small ones too. I mean, a lot of people, it's, if the, the features are attractive to you, then whoever you are. He's Joe Bowen. Here's his telephone number, 604-603-2336 on the web at joebowen.ca. We're going to compare funds when we continue Money with Joe Bowen here on CKNW News Talk 980. To speak with Joe Bowen in person, call 604-603-2336 or visit joebowen.ca. You're listening to Money with Joe Bowen. Once again, here is Peter Shad. I love doing this. This is my favorite thing to do on Money with Joe Bowen, the April 9th edition, CKNW News Talk 980, and that is to compare funds. And this is why a lot of people come and see you. They take a portfolio with all the pretty graphs and holdings, et cetera, et cetera, and they bring it to you, and immediately you go to your stable of uh, better-performing funds 
for example, and you compare. You did that with me when we first met because I was doing it all myself, and you said there are better ways, and you had this nice little comparison pie chart, I think, kind of thing going mm-hmm. on. So let's let's play this game, and let's play it with because you love the dividend fund. And we've talked about dividend funds many times on the show mm-hmm. for the reason that you could reinvest those dividends and just get more shares over time, uh, and it's blue chip type deals you're 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 involved with. So let's compare. For example, say an institutions fund, and then maybe with one of the ones that you like to use. Yeah, and the reason this is important is many people are with the same place where they have their mortgage, uh, they have their savings account, they have their, uh, oh, I don't know, uh, checking account, TFSA, um, TFSA. maybe they have their, uh, you know, car loan, whatever. Um, now, uh, these folks, um, or you folks, if you are that person, um, are very limited in the investments that are offered to you generally in that institution, because what they do is say the institution is called, uh, oh, I don't know, XYZ, uh, and you go to XYZ, uh, and they say, uh, XYZ financial whatever they want to call themselves. And you go there and they say, look, um, you know, uh, Mr. Johnson, you have your RSPs here. And uh, what we're going to do is XYZ has a great uh, selection of, um, of funds that we use. Uh, we have the XYZ dividend fund and we have the XYZ this fund and that fund. And they start naming off all their funds. Um, they're very good. They're invested in the market and blah, 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 blah. Based on who you are, here's three questions. Answer these three questions. You answer the three questions in a little piece of paper. Well, it looks like for you, the XYZ uh, portfolio C is the way to go. Uh, and then they stick you into their funds. Now, the problem here is that XYZ does not value you as a human being or as an investor or as a family person. They don't care about any of that. You're a number, you're an account. Um, the individual talking to you may be a really nice person, and they may care about you because you've known each other 10 years because you've been going to that institution for years. The likelihood of the same person giving you investment advice for 10 years in an institution like that is very slim, but let's just say they are. But they are towing the corporate line. They're doing what they were trained to do. And they sometimes are kind of ignorant. Maybe they don't realize that what they're doing isn't okay for you. So I'm not holding it against them. I'm holding it against the big institution itself. And even if we don't have someone to blame, doesn't matter. The fact is, you are coming up short. And here's an example. One of those institutions, a very large, prominent Canadian financial institution, um, really pushes one of their dividend funds. They talk about how great it is all the time, and they push it on clients. And I get so many new clients that come to me and say, well, this is what they did for me. You know, they have a good dividend fund. What's different about what you're doing? And I love that question because I have a great answer to it. I looked up this particular institution's dividend fund recently for another client, And on a three-year rate of return basis, I compared it to all the other dividend funds available in Canada, and it was 171st on the list. (whistles) On a one-year basis, it was 239th on the list. You know what's just incredible, if I can cut you off for a minute, that there are 239 Oh, there's funds. even more. There's well, even more. You, they, that's not even the bottom of the list. I know. That, it's incredible. That's it shocking. is. Yeah. It's it's too much, right? Yeah. The market is saturated with too many products. But the fact is, saturated or not, <laughs> how do you come in at 239th? Wow. Um, that means you're doing a piss poor job of managing the money. And you know why? 
because they don't care. Not that I'm just saying that blank, you know, blank statement, they don't care about you, but they don't care. Like you are a captive client to them. There's a reason these big institutions don't go out marketing their investment products as just themselves because they don't have very good investment products, most of them. And even if they do have one or two funds that are good, most of them aren't good. So they don't market them specifically because they sell them to captive clients. People are like, well, you know, I'm already here. Uh, I'm already coming in to do my deposits. I'm already doing my mortgage. One stop shop. One stop shop, you know. And you know, this is what it's costing you because uh, when I compared that dividend fund to the ones that I like. I just took one of the example of one of the ones I like. Mine uh, was right up at the top of the list, of course, because I have that ability. I could have sold theirs too, mm -hmm. but I don't like it because it's 239th in the last year. <laughs> but on a three-year basis, theirs over three years as 171st on the list went up $191,000. And that was a good three-year period. Uh, it went up 100. This is back in the spring. So there was a good three-year period before we had this big bad market this last year. Um, 191,000. That sounds great. Oh, good. Good. You think, uh, but the one I was recommending to clients because I did actually, in fact, shop the list for your best interest went up 286,000. That's a $95,000 difference in growth. That's 50% more profit, 50%, almost a hundred thousand dollars in a very short three year period. So why would you limit? I, I just, it astounds me that people still are coming who have resigned themselves to this world after hearing that they don't have to. Uh, so don't do it to yourself. You're, 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 you're stealing money from yourself and letting them keep it. You deserve more, period. 604-603-2336. We're going to talk about debt in just a moment on Money with Joe Bowen and CKNW News Talk 980. Joe Bowen with Hollis Wealth at 604-603-2336 or joebowen.ca. to Money with Joe Bowen. Once again, here is Peter Shad. It's our last chance to visit with you here on the April 9th edition of Money with Joe Bowen, starring Joe Bowen of Hollis Wealth, who wants to give you sage, sound, objective advice. And uh, what would happen if the interest rates did go up and your mortgage was flexible and the mortgage rate went up with the interest rates? Let's talk a little bit about debt and, uh, and why it's so important and why if you came to Joe with a lump sum, the first thing he would not say to you is, let's find a place to park this money and invest it. Let's pay off some debt. Uh, some shocking realities. If interest rates were to go up, which they have to eventually, and how people could manage their you know, cash flow month to month in this country. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, people are farther in debt than they've ever been right now. And, you know, our housing prices apparently went up 26% last year in the Vancouver area. And uh, depending on where you live, I mean, some areas were 33 last year. And uh, so all of a sudden, oh boy, honey, look at this. We're so wealthy. And then you get these advertisements on TV. Unlock the wealth in your home. It's, it's your, your money. money. You know, and then so people are like, oh, goody golly gee. And just like they were back in 2004, 5, and 6, and 7, they're back 
at it again. Because when Crash of 08 came, people were like, oh my God, what were we thinking? What were we doing? Oh my God, the memories are so short. <laughs> it's like, you know, every time the market crashes, like the oil embargo in the 70s, I'll never invest again. Well, by 87, all those same people were saying it again. <laughs> I'll never invest again when the crash of 87 happened. Then they said it again in the 90s and they said it. So anyway... Uh, with this situation, though, people are borrowing and borrowing and borrowing, going farther and farther into the hole. And such a large percentage of our income is allocated to paying for our homes now that um, the study recently said that one in six Canadians could not handle even a $500 increase in their monthly mortgage expense. One in six. That's 16.666666% of Canadian homeowners... Uh, would end up having to drop the keys on the bank's desk and walk away. And that's only, on a $500,000 mortgage, a 1.2% increase. And there are a lot of million-dollar mortgages out there. That's a 0.6% increase. That's nothing. That'll happen quite easily in the next couple of years. That could happen so easily. And then there we are. And then if that happens, and they start to sell, and China money dries up, and then there's nobody buying anything. What happens then? Mm. And then people panic because the house that they have that was artificially inflated to $4 million that was only $1 million seven years earlier, panic and say, well, we better get out while the getting's good. And they start to sell and there's no buyers. You just see tumbleweeds rolling down the road past all the for sale signs. It could get ugly. Uh, but that's not the the point of the story. <laughs> but thanks De- for freaking yeah. us out, though. Appreciate it. <laughs> hey, be careful. <laughs> Nothing like this is ever free forever. It just never lasts forever. It's, it has to come to an end. Uh, anyway, debt plan. You have to have a debt plan. You have to know, prioritize your debts. Know which debts are most important to pay off sooner, which ones go later. Don't think that because your house went up a million dollars, you can go buy a Ferrari now. Uh, that's a really stupid, stupid move. If you're a person making 70000 a year and your spouse is making fifty, you're not Ferrari people. You're just not. Uh, you're not supposed to be spending $300,000 on a car. And uh, and and get rid of your bad debt. You know, I mean, we have credit card debts. We might be carrying at 20 25%. You got to get rid of that stuff. Uh, if you have some sort of loan you took out years ago and it's at 7%, that's what you want to get rid of. Um, and And here's the big one. Don't fall for the 0% car loans. 0% financing with nothing down. That is one of the worst things you can do to yourself because what's happening is if you're buying that car and it says 0% down or $0 down, 0% financing on it, and it's 30000 to buy the car, uh, you're actually able to buy that car for about twenty six, maybe twenty seven, maybe twenty seven five. I don't know. I didn't do the math on it. But I'm just saying uh, what they've done is they've taken the equivalent of what they would have liked to have charged you in interest, say 5.7% or whatever, and they just tacked it onto the price of the car. So you think you're getting 0% financing, but you're not. And you think, you know, good thing though, I can pay it off anytime I want. Yeah, but you're still paying that extra money. And what are you going to pay it off with? A line of credit, you're paying three and a half. Why didn't you, or three or two and a half, why didn't you just buy the car with your own means, Hmm. with your own line of credit, with your own whatever, or say to them, no, 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 I want to have an interest loan for the car. What is the interest? And and find out what the truth is and, and find out you're getting the car for thousands less. So don't borrow from your home is the first issue. It's, it's getting out of hand and it's stupid. Yeah. And uh, that's a good one, though. I often wondered about that, uh, the zero down, zero payments or zero no, It's just a big lie. It's just a big misdirect is what it is. They're grifters alive and well in our country today and they're car salesmen. <laughs> um 
there's probably a car ad coming up in the next break here. No, I'm so. just kidding. You know what? I, I'm, I'm kidding. I buy cars. I drive cars. I, I'm actually a big car lover. I would like a Ferrari, but but uh, it's not car salesmen. What it is is it's just um, it's financing. It's, it's the financing companies that do yeah, this, yeah. and uh, and you know what? It's just another way to market something. But it, it is a little bit of a misdirect, and they did change the laws a couple of years ago and made them put in the fine print what the true interest rate is that you were paying with that lump sum attached to your loan which was a great law that they brought in. Uh, but it is, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. That's it. We're done. Next week, you'll be another year wiser. How exciting. <laughs> and Joe's telephone number is 604-603-2336. 604-603-2336. Call Joe. Talk. Ask him to compare what you're doing now and what you could be doing. Or visit his website, too. It's joebowen.ca. Let Joe Bowen help you prepare for your post-working years at 604-603-2336. This radio show was prepared by Joe Bowen, who is a registered mutual fund representative with Hollis Wealth Advisory Services, Inc., a subsidiary of the Bank of Nova Scotia. This radio show is not an official program of Hollis Wealth. The views, including any recommendations expressed during this show, are those of Joe Bowen alone and are not endorsed or approved by Hollis Wealth or the Bank of Nova Scotia. Hollis Wealth is a trade name of Hollis Wealth Advisory Services, Inc. and Hollis Wealth Insurance Agency Limited. Mutual fund products are provided by Hollis Wealth Advisory Services, Inc. Insurance products by Hollis Wealth are provided through Hollis Wealth Insurance Agency Limited. Trademark of the Bank of Nova Scotia, used under license.